Hey, what's going on to all my gaming addicts? Welcome back to the Gamers Anonymous podcast, a show all about gaming and other related news to give you that fix to ease your gaming itch. This is episode number 37, and today is March 20th, 2022, and I am your host, Trey Turpin. As always, I'm here with my brother, Shane Turpin. What's going on, bro? What's good, bro, man? Glad to be back for another one, man. We've been been on the road with this one, man, so let's just keep with the good work, man. Keep giving these people a good show. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into it, man. What you... uh? What you been playing this week, man? As always, you know, we normally start out with the what we've been doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna go ahead and discuss. Let's see, pop it up there. Um, you know, well, just people, many people surprise, you know, I've been playing the um shredders that recently just came out on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it was a game. Uh, it's an indie game. It was also part of the uh, ID at Xbox showcase event that we're going to talk about later on in the show. Um, I was just I've been playing the heck out of that game. I really enjoy. Um, I don't know. It's just something about those type of games uh, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Skate, uh, Shredder, you know, used to play 1080 avalanche and uh you know 1080 on the nintendo 64 just really love a good snowboarding game or just extreme sports game uh so i've been playing that and then also recently uh uh on i posted a picture on twitter where i recently po- uh purchased returnal for the playstation 5 um i've been wanting to play that game for some time now um you know i was just waiting for a good sale I've seen it on sale a couple of times for about $50. Um, I don't think that's a sale because it's initially $70 and I see it for 50 and I'm like, uh, it can go down a little bit lower than that. So um, I seen that GameStop actually had it for about like $35.99. So okay. I was like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and purchase that. Um, so I've been playing that and man, it is definitely, so far I am very impressed and I really, really enjoy the game. Uh, the game, you know, for, if, for people that's not really uh, familiar with the game, uh, you know, you play as uh, this character. I think her name is Seren or Celine, something like that. Um, I'm still very early in the game and you just crash on this planet. And, you know, the whole purpose is to try to get off this planet, but you figure out that you keep dying. And when you die, you start all over and the map changes you start in different locations every time when you exit the initial level where your ship is um so i've been playing that it's very difficult so you people that really love like the rogue likes or elden ring and things like that i feel like this would be right up your alley uh with the challenge difficulty um but i'm really enjoying that i mainly got it so i can play with my boy and uh he has the game as well uh we're going to try to play that co-op when the new update comes out um, I haven't touched it. It's been on my mind. I haven't touched Dying Light 2. Um, I kind of took a little break from it, but it definitely has been on my mind. I've been wanting to jump into it, but I've just been uh, craving a different type of game. So like I said, I've been playing Shredders and Returnal. Um, what about you, Shane? What you been up to? 
Man, just probably like everybody else out there, man. I've been stuck in this world of Elden Ring, man. <laughs> like that's the only game I've played. That's it's actually crazy you brought up the Shredders because uh I don't know when that when they finally dropped that, but I was actually waiting for that as well because uh everybody was, you know, I think the last snowboarding game I can remember playing was uh 1080. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> same. I mean, if people if people forget about SSX and SSX Tricky. Oh yeah, that right, was a right. big one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, definitely forget mm-hmm. forgot about that. But I think the last one I can remember actually jumping into hard body was 1080. But yeah, I do mm-hmm. remember SSX and SSX Tricky. But I just don't remember playing that as much as mm-hmm. uh, as I was into that 1080. But uh, so I was definitely going to check it out. I've heard a, a lot about it. Uh saying it's not as it's more realistic or uh, should i say than like an sss tricky or something like that yeah definitely mm-hmm. uh, so you know i definitely would want to check it out and see what it's about but like i said me man like i said i've, I've been playing an elder Reed. uh mm-hmm. bruh you gotta get it man you, you gotta get <laughs> it hands down man hands down really okay okay right. okay put it like this when i pick the game up I have to make sure that I have nothing else going on in my day because I can't just play for an hour or two. Like each time I'm trapped into it for three, four, five, six hours game sessions. You know what I mean? You know me here lately. I haven't had that kind of time to play a game. So mm-hmm. to be actually wanting to play that game, like when I go to sleep, I'm thinking about my next move or what I need to do or what I could try differently. Or, you know, when I go to work, I can't wait. I'm just anticipating for that time to come for me to get off so I could possibly play the game or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's really got a little grasp on me. So, uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I, I mean, to be all honesty, I haven't even beat the first boss yet, but it's, right, right. it's tore me up, man. I've beat I've beat a bunch of side bosses. But oh, you hey, bro, you're on mute. Yeah, I could say probably about twenty times that uh. My fault. Actually, hit it, hit it with the with the big figure there. I thought I thought it was like the <laughs> internet or something. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But uh, so I could say I, I played the first boss probably about like I said twenty times, and I just keep getting so close, man, so close. I'm like so close from killing it, man. I, I could say less than an eighth of its health left, man. Mm-hmm. And it just it just gets me every every time. It just gets me every time. Uh, I'm loving the game because, like, you got to be a little strategic with your battles. It's not just going in, stab, 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 hit, 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 you know, button mashing, and you're going to beat the boss. No, you actually have to anticipate the moves, dodge at the proper times, uh, use use things at the proper times. I mean, it's definitely, definitely a great game. I can't wait to get further in the game and see what, what what's more in store for me, but... uh. I actually got a little upset because uh, at first I, you know, you know, try to build up my character a little bit before I just went into playing the boss or whatever. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. a- after I did that, you know, I saved up a little bit of money, got a couple extra items, increased my levels a little bit. <clears throat> well, I ended up losing about 
20,000 runes because when you die, you drop your runes or whatever, and you yeah, yeah, pick yeah. them back up your next round. But one of the boss matches, I forgot to pick it back up first, and I mm. died, so I ended up losing. I was so mad. I should have just upgraded it to my stats, but I was trying to be greedy and use it for some items down the road. But now I know that just if I get the extra money, Upgrade, upgrade, yeah. upgrade. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's a similar thing of what I've been running into with uh Returnal. Like I would save up. I'm like, man, I don't want to use my, you know, little, um, I forgot what they're called, but it, you get like these little, I, like I said, I'm still very into the game. So I don't know. It's like you, you grab this currency and there's like three different types of currency you can get. And like they're hard to find. And I would hold on to them so I can spend them when I really need to. But you don't know when you're going to come, like what you're going to come against and you die. So it's like, man, I wish I would have just spent it instead of trying to hold on to them. Yeah, same so. here. Same mm -hmm. here. But now I've learned my lessons. So, you know, <laughs> definitely going to do things a little a little more differently here. But uh, like I said, I, I'm loving the game, man. I'm loving it. Like I and each time I play it, man, each time I jump into it, I I, I learn something a, a different or how to do this or how to use that or what this item was used for or what I should mm -hmm. be doing differently. Like, cause I mean it, it explains stuff to you somewhat, but it doesn't really tell you that you know you need to take this and do this and do that and do this with it and this is how you do this. Like you kind of gotta explore and learn some of these things on your own and whatnot. Yeah. And uh it's been an experience, man. It's been an experience. Sometimes you're just frustrated, and that's when I put it down for a couple minutes. Go, go, make some to drink and get back in, and or maybe I go off to a different part of the world and do something different. Mm -hmm. But uh, like I said, it's it's definitely definitely a, a top contender for uh, game of the year for sure, for sure. Even though it's er it's early in the year, so I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Want to say that, but it's definitely gonna be up there. I, I believe so. That's crazy. And uh, so you're just one of the many people that's telling me to go ahead and get it. So I hear this on a daily. I think, Like I said, I, I keep saying I'm going to pull the trigger. I just haven't yet. Um, I do have some credit for like uh, for like Xbox. So I might just use that uh, to help, you know, help me get it, you know, since I don't have nothing else to use it on. Um, but with that being said, uh, just one quick question. Um, so this is your first like you know bloodborne dark souls game and yeah you're actually enjoying the genre or the formula that they have going on yes yes i am I, uh like i said i like i like games with a little bit of a challenge and uh at times it is rather frustrating i can't lie i've i've, I've gotten a little upset several times like like i said this is the first boss i've played i mean it's the first big boss i've played like little dungeon bosses and stuff like that and some of those gave me a little troubles at first when i was at lower levels but right. you know you just gotta stick with it and try something different next time you know what i mean and figure out their attack pattern or times with it with, with you know it's best to block or you know a way to knock them off for a second to where where you got a few seconds to run in there and uh use your attack see I, i'm actually a mage but i also plan on going back and playing a different class as well so i'm more magic pro uh so uh i want to give that swing first so <clears throat> like i said i'm definitely enjoying it for to be my first time I, yeah i'm definitely definitely into it man i wish i would have found out about uh 
this this genre way before you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's better late than never, man. And from what I'm hearing, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's probably not that like not that way for everybody, but you know, people is like Elden Ring is like the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you play Elden Ring and then you try to go back to the older games. Like there might be things that Elder Ring does better than the previous games and stuff like that. So it might be even more of a challenge. But the difficulty and the challenge of the game in general will always be there. That's their staple in those games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've, I've actually heard from a few of my buddies that this like uh, is actually a rather bit more easy, a little easier than some of the older games, which, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to speak on that. But just from a friend of a friend telling me, Telling really? me things, uh, but that not to say that it is easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little easier than some of their other games. I just they I think, were way, way more difficult. I think that's crazy because you think um you would hear that a lot more, like, right, in right. the media and stuff like that too. Right. Because, but that's just from what a couple. I've heard it yeah. from two people told me that, but I, you know, what I mean, I don't really, you know, know I mean, that's the, the truth. Now, it, it makes sense because I think a lot more people grasped onto this game compared to the other games. Like, like I said, these games have been known for difficulty. A lot of people have tried them and you just quit, you know. And I've seen people do the same thing with this, but it seems like this one just did astronomically well. And like way more people are playing these than if you know the previous games came out it was just like you know the stands or the fans of the series so that that's good like i said that i definitely got to get it man i got to stop uh bull jiving and you know get the job done and yeah definitely it. let me know man and I, I can help walk you through a few things and uh oh yeah we can join up if you if you get it on xbox we can join up yeah, yeah i'm probably gonna get it on xbox make some, for make sure. some things happen man for sure okay was there anything else you wanted to talk about no, nah, man, that, like I said, that's all I've been playing, man, for real, so. Okay. All right. Well, of course, before we go ahead and get started, uh, we have a great show for you guys. Uh, in this episode, we're going to discuss um, the recent state of play, which was all about Hogwarts Legacy. Um, we're also going to talk about ID at Xbox, uh, the event that happened uh, the day prior to the state of play. And then we're also going to talk about that there's been some troubles with the development of the new Perfect Dark within the initiative. Um, so we're going to dive into that as well. But of course, before we get started, if you would like to help support the show, go ahead and subscribe to the Gamers Anonymous podcast YouTube channel and hit the notification bell to stay up to date when new videos drop. Also, don't forget to hit that like button and leave a comment. Uh, for our audio listeners, make sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to stay up to date for new episodes. Also, rate and leave a review, which will help the show out tremendously. And of course, on behalf of The Gap, a big thanks to everyone for continuing to show love and support. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our first topic here, which is the hogwarts legacy uh, so of course uh last week sony went ahead and did a state of play and it was just pretty much highlighting their uh their japanese partners the japanese developers and just you know showing off some games that are coming this year not 
too big of games, you know, I would call like double A or maybe triple A, just, you know, uh, just not well-known IPs or anything like that. So they went ahead and uh, did that one. And then right after that, a couple of days later, they went ahead and announced that they're going to do another state of play. And this one was going to be all about Hogwarts Legacy, which has been announced a few years ago. Um, and this is the first time we're actually seeing gameplay and they're just get pretty much giving us a deep dive. It was about 15 minutes of gameplay. Um, so I have an article here that we're going to pull up. Uh, you know how I like to pull up the article for you guys. All right. So this is an article on IGN. Um, so I'll go ahead and just read off. So it says that uh, Avalanche Software lifted the veil on Hogwarts Legacy. During a special state of play, the 20-minute show was dedicated to showing off new gameplay and plot details. As seen in today's state of play, Hogwarts Legacy will let players live their full wizarding life as a fifth-year student at Hogwarts. That includes a wizard duel with another classmate, brewing potions in class, flying on a broomstick, and exploring the school's campus in your free time. Uh, the player is tasked with investigating a rumored goblin rebellion led by a goblin named Ranrock. Further noting, there was an uneasy alliance between the goblins and dark wizards. Uh, as uh, Hogwarts Legacy is set to be in the late 1800s, uh, the decision to set it in the time period was to ensure your legend is never overshadowed by any other hero, Harry Potter. Uh, though the developer assured fans of the wizarding world that the gameplay will be familiar to everything you loved about the Harry Potter series. Uh, today's broadcast also detailed new gameplay mechanics and features included in Hogwarts Legacy, including a talent system in which you can upgrade specific skills such as stealth or your ability to efficiently use abilities you learn when you are in the room of requirement. All right. And that's pretty much it that I highlighted about that. So I also have a little bit of notes here of my own. All right, pull that up. So, of course, like I said, they it was about 20 minutes long, but they uh, showed about like 14 to 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, the game is coming out holiday 2022. Um, it's pretty much an open world RPG of Hogwarts and surrounding areas like the Forbidden Forest and more. Um, of course, you got your flying broomsticks to traverse around the open world areas uh, quickly. And then you have combat while casting spells like that was really looking dope uh, when they were showing the combat of you dueling another classmate uh, like the uh, series has portrayed in the past. Uh, classes to attend to learn more spells and potions. So this is giving me like a uh, a bully vibe. Uh, if you ever played the uh, PS2 classic bully. Yes. Um, and then, it, of course, there's like tons of secrets to discover. There's like hidden chambers and there's like uh, hidden doors and things like that that leads to just, you know, all kinds of secrets around the just open world and Hogwarts itself. So uh, Shane, I don't know how, uh, I know we've watched the first couple of Harry Potters when they first came out, the movies. And of course we've read some of the books. Um, like, is, th is this on your radar? Are you still a fan of the Wizarding World of 
Man, Emma. <laughs> yeah, did yeah, it, yeah. did you not just tell you that I chose to be a mage in Elden yeah. Ring? <laughs> yeah, yeah. True that, yeah. true that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is definitely something that grasps my attention. This is definitely something I must check out. Harry Potter, I mean, we I, we grew up in that time when Harry Potter was 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 the Izzle, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that's yep. me bleeping stuff out yeah, yeah. It, it was it you know what i mean i've seen all the harry potters i've read uh several i have read all the books but i have read more than one mm-hmm. and uh i mean <clears throat> definitely looking forward to this game man. and then everything they're saying you can do it seems like it's if they do what's supposed to be done with it this could be a great game Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know what I mean, especially to a Harry Potter fan, which you know how us fans could be sometimes. We're a little harsh and uh, a lot more, uh, you know, critical, critical, much. yeah, critical yeah, yeah, yeah. on on uh, you know what we expect from things. So uh, definitely, we'll give, we'll give it my uh, one eye scrutiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give it the once over. Definitely. So uh I, I can't wait, man. Like I said, I'm excited for it. What about mm-hmm. yourself? Are are you uh interested in this? Oh man, I'm definitely interested in it. Like I said, like I've uh try to try to make it quick because it's a long story, but it's like I never knew anything about Harry Potter until the first movie came out. You know what I'm saying? Um I remember mom surprised us with tickets to go see it opening weekend. Still didn't know anything about it, but as soon as I sat in that seats and the movie started playing, fell in love with it. It and I think that's probably one of the better moments instead of like expecting things. You know, like I completely didn't expect anything. I was like, oh, we're going to a movie. Okay, let's go see it. And like it introduced me to this world unexpectedly, and I just fell in love with it. So that's the short version of it. And I've just been a fan ever since. Um, uh, definitely after that, read a couple books and this just seems like a, like a Harry Potter dream, you know, a dream game. It's an RPG game. It's, it's a single player RPG open world. You can explore Hogwarts all you want to, just like in the, the, the series, the books and the films, uh, you have the broomsticks flying. I wonder if they're going to have Quidditch matches. Quidditch, yes. Have, <laughs> they got to have that. You come on. You got to have they, that. If they do it right. If they yeah, do if they it do it right. right. Of course. Of course. Um, and then you got like the forbidden forest and like, I believe it was like, I forgot the other areas, but it was like, you, you can explore other areas other than, uh, just Hogwarts itself. You're not trapped in like the campus of Hogwarts. So that just seems dope. The spell to the combat looks very, very dope. Like I, I feel like they're going to nail this. Like avalanche is definitely on point when it came to this presentation and showing off the gameplay like i'm very excited um am i going to get it day one i will just have to see i'm gonna just see what's going on um probably see what the reviews is talking about and things like that like regardless i'm gonna still get it it's just if i'm gonna get it sooner or later right um but yeah man like this looks like i've seen nothing but praise i haven't seen any harry potter fans or anything like that think this is gonna be garbage or in any kind of way um and it's just i just want to know a little bit more because you are starting out as a fifth year Mm -hmm. student 
Like you're not Ooh. starting off in the first year, they're Ooh. jumping you into that fifth year. And I think even the other students and the school organization and everything is wondering, huh? Why why is he this is a new student and he's fifth year? Like, you know, what happened to the past or what like what's his story or his or her right. story? You like know, maybe it blessed already with some abilities. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> something like, yeah, what what's your secrets? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that that's very interesting. And just like the creatures and every man, I, I could go on and on. I'm just I'm very excited. I'm glad to hear that this game is coming out later this year. Um you know, there's not a concrete date, it's just no date. yeah, okay. Holiday 2022. So, of course, you know, we're in an era where delays are a lot more normal than Possible, usual. Right. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be too surprised if it got delayed. Like, like I said, it seems like the new time to release games is earlier in the year. So, you know, if it did get delayed, maybe earlier uh next year. But definitely I'm looking forward to this holiday. You know, big fan. Um was there anything else you wanted to talk about uh, no. about this game? No, man, okay. I'm, I'm just excited, man. I was going to ask yeah. you the date, but you answered that, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Holiday 2022. Yes, sir. So definitely we'll be looking more for that later on in the year. So we're actually going to go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is the ID at Xbox event. All right. So, of course, this um, this actually happened a day prior to the Hogwarts Legacy State of Play dedication that they did. And this was just surprising because Xbox has kind of been laying low ever since the acquisition or they announced them that they're trying to acquire Activision Blizzard. Um, and, you know, I, I believe Xbox has been spoiling the gaming community like like well before the generation even started with just like news after news announcements after announcements like xbox was feeding us content creators feeding us for years you know and it seems like you know they're on a little hiatus right now so definitely love to see that nintendo had their strong direct here recently and sony's been knocking it out the park with you know back-to-back -back state of plays so we're very thankful for that but Xbox went ahead and announced that they're doing their idea at Xbox event once again this year, where they go ahead and highlight and uh, put a spotlight on in, in independent games and the developers and talk to them and just give them exposure and support and things like that. So, uh, so pretty much Xbox held an independent developer event showcasing and supporting their games. Um, we're going to go ahead and run. There was quite a few games that was announced during the event. So we're going to uh, talk about some of the games that interest me or interest us in a way. And then the definitely want to say like the indie scene is bigger than ever nowadays. I feel like, like I've never really been into uh, indie games at all until here recently, maybe because I'm getting older and I feel like they push the envelope better when it comes to their games because they have to stand out in a way from these AAA games. And then not only that, like the AAA games stay with the same formula. They don't like to branch out as much either. So it's up to these ind independent developers to push the envelope and try new things and, hey man, just change the game. So I'm gonna read some stuff off this article. I'm not gonna pull it up here. Because uh, there's too much going on on the page. Um, 
But yeah, okay. So this is also another article from IGN. It's pretty much everything we saw at the ID at Xbox event. All right. So pretty much I'm going to just go down the list of games that caught my eye. Want to go ahead and talk about, uh, well, Shane, I'm going to start with you before I go down the list. Was there any games that caught your attention during this ID at Xbox? Uh, let me I'll see. put you on the spot right yeah, now. Yeah, so. you put me on the spot. Yeah, I actually have. Let me pull it up real quick. I had it pulled up earlier. It was a few games that had caught my eye there. Let me see here. Okay. Well, look. while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and do the first one here then. Go ahead, yeah. All right. So this one, uh, which caught my eye pretty much immediately, was Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. And it's from the studio behind 2018's Ashen that comes a new open world action RPG. You'll play as a pistol-wielding woman named Noor and her fox-like companion, Enki, I think that's how you pronounce it, on a journey of vengeance, gunpowder, and magic in humanity's last stand. So, like, you know, gunpowder, so you're going to be shooting weapons and you got magic as well thrown in there. You also have a fox-like companion. The uh, the trailer that they showed it definitely caught my attention. Like, the, the enemy that she was getting ready to attack in that trailer, like, I just liked how he was pretty much dead and he had the sword in his head and he, like, lifted his head up through the blade of the sword first and then pulled the sword out of his head i was like oh that that was that was pretty sick i ain't even going front um but it's still not too much we know about this game it says that it's coming out later this year in 2022 uh on the series x and x and xbox one and it will be a day one launch on game pass all right shane did you notice this one at all or was there anything else that caught your uh, attention attention before uh, i go on to my next uh, one no i didn't notice this one but the uh of course the one i think i've heard a lot about this the uh that tunic yeah that, it is? Yeah, that yes. was one of mine yep mm-hmm. yes that right there that definitely caught my eye right there uh what it says like a, a fox uh sword wielding wielding fox that's uh so Wow, let me read it here. Take control of adorable fox with a sword in this Zelda-like action adventure game. Yeah, so I mean, it looks like uh, something that would be look like a Zelda fox type style, like a Zelda, yep. but you're a fox. You're a fox, and I actually, I think they actually got the inspiration from like the first Zelda, not the the new Zeldas everyone no, know, no, know, no, know no. of as today. The, the classic Zelda, yeah, but the classic yeah. Zelda. Nintendo, Nintendo days, the first Nintendo, you know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that would definitely caught my eye. Man, I definitely would have checked that out for sure. Yeah, that 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 was probably the main one that everybody was yes. waiting for because this has been uh, shown and introduced like a few years ago now, and I believe it was just made by like one person primarily. So that's probably why it took so long. I did hear like, of course, he had like really? a couple other people like help with like soundtrack and uh, some art and stuff like that. So, but it was wow. mainly by just one uh, developer, and definitely, it like this game is coming out. It's, it's actually available right now. It, it was stealth dropped on Game Pass. Like they never said that it was going to come out for Game Pass. 
um, but they went ahead and announced it during this event. Oh, is and that it, right? Yeah, so it's out right now uh, on Series X and S and Xbox One. Uh, so definitely go ahead and, like I said, out of the, all the games here on this list, this was probably the most anticipated and the most, uh, pretty much the biggest one that people wanted to get their hands on. Facts, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I know it's self drop, so that's good to know. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to download that and uh, take a break from Elden Ring and, and check it out <laughs> for sure, man. All right. So definitely, uh, let's see here. So, of course, I'm going to go ahead. And so we talked about this on last week's show because it was actually first announced at um, Sony State of Play when, but with their Japanese developers that they were trying to support. And it's called Trek to Yami. Uh, you know, it says, you know, um, let's see, it's saying pretty much saying that we've seen it on last week's State of Play, but we're not complaining about another look at this gorgeous black and white samurai action adventure that evokes memories of uh kurosawa films and old boys iconic hallway fight like i said it seems like this is the decade of samurais we've been seeing all kinds of samurai related games with ghost of tushima um, we seen uh, sekuro and then this game and sifu and like a martial arts samurai you know just japanese culture inspired games um so this one there's no release date yet um it says the platform is coming to multiple consoles and we don't know if it's coming directly to game pass or not they just wanted to go ahead and show more gameplay about this gorgeous game all right so shane was there anything else uh yeah what's it called uh here it is right here that uh there's no light uh I watched mm-hmm. the the trailer on that, and that one also seemed interesting to me. It also looked like a older style type game. Uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of like a like a Pokemon sort of kind of like the mm-hmm. gameplay type style, like with the older mm-hmm. Nintendo Pokemon games. Uh, but the, but just the story and everything uh, was was pretty interesting to me. The way that things were going or whatnot, and how like uh, the choices you make affect you throughout the game like a lot of like a lot of uh games nowadays uh but yeah that one really caught my eye as well mm-hmm. yeah definitely and you said that there's no light there is yeah, no light yes sir yeah, i don't i don't see when that game is supposed to come out or anything right yeah it doesn't give no description or anything but uh, that one definitely caught my eye all right um so i think this uh well I'm going to go ahead and talk about, well, first, I'm going to just throw in two. I know Shredders, like I said, I've been playing that. That went ahead and they showcased that as well. Of course, like a day prior, a day or two prior before it released on Game Pass. And that game, like I said, I've been addicted to that game. Just hitting the slopes, hitting jumps, doing like 1080s, uh, just going way past 1080, like just doing like crazy spins and you know just having fun man it's a nice chill game uh you know the story is like you know it's just you know it's kind of funny cringy at the same time but it's funny um and you know you just do little challenges and stuff they have actual pro snowboarders there all of their acting i feel like you know they're not the best actors but this game is definitely charming in its own way uh if you like you know shredding the slopes or snowboarding games or thing like tony hawk or anything like that this is the game for you i highly recommend it like i said it's taking up some my time as well 
but I'm also going to talk about Void Train. Uh, I seen this gameplay and it definitely had me intrigued. Uh, it looks like you're some kind of bandits on these floating trains, train tracks with trains on them. And you see a, another person's train and like you can like uh, hook a zip line to their train and like connect to them and like shoot them. And it's all kinds of fighting back and forth like that. That's pretty much the gist that I got from the trailer. I highly recommend checking out the trailer because I probably sold it like not so great. Are you watching the video right now? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, definitely this game. I, I think, it, like I said, it intrigued me. I want to know a little bit more about this game. Um, I don't think it showed too much from it, from what I can remember. But, yeah, um, this game should be coming out. I, like I said, I don't see a release date or anything like that. I probably just skipped it. But, uh, Shane, was there any other games that you seen during this? And uh, if not, like, what do you think of this type of event highlighting independent developers oh oh man uh pretty much as what you said that shredders as well but uh i definitely mm -hmm. would have checked check that out uh that void trade oh i definitely uh this trailer looks pretty dope mm -hmm. from what i'm seeing of it right now uh but uh as far as the doing the event or just indie games man hey i'm all for yeah. it man I, I think i think they deserve it uh people put a lot of hard 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 work and time and effort into these games and sometimes mm -hmm. uh, uh just because it's an indie game doesn't mean it's a good game sometimes it just needs a little light shined on it sometimes from time to time you know kind of like the yep. the feature or the alley up alley oop you know what i'm saying and uh mm -hmm. i'm all for an event like this i, I know I, I believe our last episode i said something about uh, i wish xbox would uh do more events and stuff kind of like the state of play and, and whatnot but uh this right here hey I, this appeases my appetite for 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 a minute you know what i mean definitely uh mm -hmm. if, if they would mix stuff in these type of things in with you know more information on uh you know bigger games every now and again it doesn't always have to be triple a games you know what i mean they can mm -hmm. give us give us this once uh once every couple of months and then maybe hit us with a with a show about some triple a games in a few months mm -hmm. a month or so you know what i'm saying and keep mixing up like that i'd be totally fine with it man as long as they keep the games and content coming and that's one thing i had actually thought about over the week since our last episode is that right now what really if they did have a show there's not really much i feel like they could really show us i feel like once they in the upcoming year or so when the, when the games start being when they start releasing a game uh every quarter a triple a game every quarter uh, more often we hit this with that content i actually believe that they may actually start doing more uh shows like a state of play or whatnot because then they they would have, have them they got to get the machine going you know what i mean they're just mm -hmm. getting the machine started up and yes they have stuff in the works but they don't have stuff to just keep showing and talking to us about with the same stuff every couple of months right so uh i, I think once they get the machine going man then uh they definitely have uh, plenty of content to to uh give to us man yeah pretty much I'm, I'm with you i i really liked it like i said i've been getting uh very 
Mm, I've been very intrigued with these independent games uh, just because I feel like they offer more than these AAA experiences do, uh, in my opinion. You know, like I said, I, I said this generation, I want new experiences. I'm not too worried about graphics or anything like that. I want them to push the envelope with gaming, with the experiences, and maybe just the gameplay mechanics and things like that. That's what I'm looking for this generation because last generation just felt like a continuation of the generation before that, which we've then already seen that, done that. You know what I'm saying? It just went on for way too long. So this generation, I want it to feel like uh, the 360 and PlayStation 3 generation where like I felt like that was the the pinnacle of gaming at that point when it was like pushing new IPs, new experiences. Like it was a lot of games and a lot of franchises that we know today that got started during that generation compared to last generation. And I feel like the AAA games aren't necessarily, at least the past few years, aren't hitting that mark. So, no, so I'm looking at these independent developers. Yeah. It, yeah, so you feel me on that. So right, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, I'm, I'm looking at these independent developers. Like, hey man, come come with the heat, come with the creativity, come with uh, these new experiences, and then these AAA developers and publishers are going to look at you and try to mimic that or bite you up and bite off of it and, and just go with it from there. That that's the whole point. They right. the independent developers bring in new ideas, and the AAA games just have the resources and more money to flesh it out and make something bigger out of it, in my opinion. I feel like so. it pushes the whole industry forward, man. Like, like you said, and, and, uh, they come with these new different ideas, you know, mm-hmm. shine a different spotlight on something different. Like, instead of the same games every year, like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, you know what I mean? Yep. The same thing every year. We need something different, new experiences. Mm-hmm. Exactly, I agree. So, but that's all I had to say about this. Did you have anything Same to add on to it? Same, no, man. All right. Pretty good. So we're going to go ahead and move to our last topic of discussion here, which is, you know, Perfect Dark seems to be having a little bit of development issues. Uh, you know, com- looking at the staff, most of the staff is leaving. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, let me see what my notes actually said. Um, so, so it seems like that key people are actually quitting or leaving. I wouldn't say quitting. They're leaving the, uh, the initiative to do bigger and better things. Um, so we're going to go ahead and just talk about, uh, I'll have an article here uh, also from IGN. The last article was from IGN as well, if I didn't mention that before. Uh, let's see. So let's pull it. I haven't pulled up here. So, uh, of course, it seems like Perfect Dark Reboot Studio reportedly sees staff departures due to slow development progress. All right. So I got some stuff highlighted here. So a, a new report suggests that Microsoft's The Initiative, the studio developing a reboot of Perfect Dark, has suffered significant staff departures over the past 12 months. Staff are apparently leaving the company due to a lack of creative autonomy and slow development progress. The report from VGC, which is where they got where the information they got to create this article, Um, It's compiled from interviews with unnamed X initiative employees and analysis of the studio structure. 
it notes that around 34 people have quit within the last year, including much of the senior design team. Uh, game director Dan Newberger appears to have left the team this year, and previous departures include design director Drew Murray, lead level designer Chris O'Neill, principal world builder uh, Joe Lynn Myers, and several more from the core team. All right. Reasons given for staff departures predominantly include a feeling that the studio was not a collaborative place to work. Staff apparently felt unheard by their seniors on issues such as development priorities, project planning, and team staffing. The alleged result of this was a project that developed painfully slow and a lack of company culture. Uh, making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you can't get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone, one source says. All right. Uh, VGC sources claim that the culture problem was part of the reason for bringing Crystal Dynamics on board. Um, Gallagher, who remains as studio head at the initiative, said in this journey, it's not uncommon for there to be staffing changes, especially during a time of global upheaval over the last two years. And there's plenty more work in front of us to deliver a fantastic, perfect, dark experience to our players. Uh, the report sources suggest that the large change in staff and the inclusion of Crystal Dynamics may well have triggered an internal soft reboot of Perfect Dark and that a final release could well still be years away. All right. So shame, man. Uh, this, this is probably one of probably the biggest topic that came out this week uh, during the around in the gaming community. Uh, what do you think of this? Uh, first of all, like, what were, are you excited for this new Perfect Dark when they announced yes. it yes, and I everything? Um, and then, yeah. like, how do you feel about you know what I just read to you and the the what you've been hearing about the issues that they've been having within the studio and the development of Perfect Dark? Okay. First of all, let me start off by saying that uh, I was definitely excited for this game, and I, I don't know. If you ever uh, played Perfect Dark, but it was it was uh, oh yeah classic man classic yes. like, coming it, off of uh, 007 Golden yeah Night. coming off of 007 like mm -hmm. it just classic man everybody loved it I I remember running home after school to uh, to go play it with, with my friends and whatnot uh, it was it was definitely definitely a great game so for them to be uh, rebooting it and bringing it back man like. I, I was actually surprised. I, I didn't think it, we'd ever see it again, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, and people have been asking for it for years. For years, people have been asking for it. Perfect, another perfect dark, another perfect dark. Yeah. And so for them to finally be doing it, it it's amazing, man. Like I, I was extremely excited for this. Mm -hmm. uh, now, as far as the news dropping now, it worries me, man. This, this really, really, really worries me because, for one, everyone's leaving. Why? I know they just gave us an answer, but I just feel like there's more to it. Like, I mean, I understand, uh, you know, your boss is not listening to you, slowing up the process and whatnot, but I just feel like there has to, has to be more to it. Like, <clears throat> I mean, everybody knows what it feels like to not be heard. And when you see a solution to a problem and people are not hearing you and it'll make things easier in your life and their life. But they're not the ones with the with the boots in the dirt. 
You know what I mean? Say mm-hmm. they don't understand, you know, that just these few simple things would make things easier, you know. But uh, you know, sometimes you gotta work through it, but for that many people to leave, it, it just it just seems to me that there's a serious issue here. A mm-hmm. serious, serious issue. That's a lot of people walking away from a project, man. You know, and it, that worries me because what what type of uh, strain is this putting on the development of the game? Are things going to be lacking? Are things going to be bit and pieced together? Uh, you know, like I just I just worry that uh, this could hinder the game in, in, in some way or some fashion. And, uh, I hope that's not the case. I hope they can get it together, but I don't blame these people for leaving. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all had a job where uh, we had to do things like this. You know, so you know, I, I definitely understand. But uh, <clears throat> so I, I praise them for leaving. There's no need to stick around a place where you don't feel like uh, you're being heard. Your voice is being heard, especially when you're working in a team environment. We're all working together. You're waiting on me to do this. I need your response back on that. You know what I mean? The whole yep. We all got to keep this thing going in a complete circle so we can get this done. And if you got people hindering you from doing that, it makes things tough. Definitely tough. So I just hope that it doesn't hinder the game. Yeah. I, I mean, everything you said, I agree too. Like uh, while you were explaining that or expressing yourself, I um I couldn't help but think like you know I'm like you said why I'm like I know a lot more people have left you know but I feel like the initiative was made up of like the top and the best of what every studio like they was pulling people from Naughty Dog and pulling people from uh, Crystal Dynamics and they were just pulling the top people that helped make these big franchises I think they took people from Insomniac and he went back to Insomniac to to work on Wolverine and things like that like they were just pulling these big head honcho people that seemed to be big you know where they were at and they came here to make a super uh you know, developer, uh, you know, within the initiative. And I just feel like, you know, you have all of those people that had certain roles and there's one head director and he probably isn't giving them like not letting them really. Okay. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but we're not going to do that type deal or, you know, just making things a little bit more different. And everybody comes from a different culture on how they created these massive, you know, very well-received video games and things like that. So uh, maybe that could be, that was just a thought on what possibly could have happened. Uh, I know there was probably like smaller people that probably left as well. And it just seems like, you know, they brought in, it, it makes me feel like when they first announced that they were having Crystal Dynamics join to help with the development, people were saying like, yes, they, it seems like they got the core gameplay down right there's only like so many people in the initiative they need a lot more people to help bring this game to life or bring it to reality so it made it seem like they were just adding you know because they said crystal dynamics has like 200 employees oh yeah and then the initiative i mean they said 34 left so they would have like 50 if 60 people if that you know what i'm saying so it's like you know, they just added the uh, more resources to help deliver this game and get it out. And I remember, I want to say before 
No, it was when the initiative was first starting out. Phil Spencer even said that he was playing like the game that they were creating was in a playable state where he even got to play it. So, like you said, this is concerning. Like, hold up. Like, pretty much they had the foundation, had everything laid out. They just needed help. But things aren't seeming to go smoothly. Now, the article did state, of course, video games are hard to develop for, especially in today's climate and things like that. But still, this is stuff you really don't want to hear. Um, when it comes to this, it just seems like, you know, we're just going to have to put this game on the back burner and just wait until we can hear more. Uh, it seems like the game director, the head of director or whatever, um, well, I forgot his name, pull it up here just so I can actually put a name to it. Uh, Daryl Gallagher, you know, it seems like he's pretty much saying that the game, you know, everything is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're still going to deliver this game um, and there's still more work to do and things like that. So he still feels confident about, creating this game so that that's a good thing i don't know if that's just pr yeah, stuff right you know what i'm exactly. saying but i mean uh for <laughs> him to, to happy. <laughs> yeah which it, it more than likely be but i'm gonna just take take that like you know yeah people are leaving probably created differences uh but also there's one thing that people are saying like they think well if people are leaving um this game is probably about to wrap up Complete, yeah you know what i'm saying like they're they're done and they're like, okay, we don't want to stay here because of the culture type deal. We're just going to go ahead and go somewhere else and work on something different. So that's probably what's going to happen too, or that's probably what's happening as well. Like, you know, the game's pretty much finished. You don't need me no more. Crystal Dynamics is just tightening everything up, you know, so we can actually ship this game out on time and be the best product it can be. We're going to go ahead and move on to different projects. So. That's what it, I, I will agree. Short term, it is a little bit concerning. Uh, hope I, I'm gonna stay positive with it because I feel like Xbox is in a better position when it comes to handling developers and dev studios and game studios like that. So people were pointing at Xbox, but it seems like this is more of the developer itself like they're not saying, they're right. not saying xbox is the one messing with this it's internally like you said right so i'm gonna leave it there man hopefully like you said i'm very excited for this game the last perfect dart that came out really wasn't that great so this is like a redemption reboot type deal that i'm really looking forward to oh yeah yep so was there anything else you wanted to talk about this? Express your opinions about it? Oh, man, I just hope they get it together, man. I, I, hope, I hope the game comes out in a good state, you know what I mean? And uh, hopefully they're, uh, hopefully it's close to being done, but uh, there's no, they have no window about how much longer or how far they are, they are into the game or anything. Mm -hmm. No, not that no, I know of. Yeah, I didn't think so, so. I mean, people I, are targeting like a they were saying like 2023 2024 okay ish so soon right 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 so yeah, yeah i'm excited for it man just hope this doesn't hinder it and we'll just have to wait and see what the reviews are talking about and when we get our hands on it make it come to our own conclusion yep i so. agree all right so 
uh, we're going to go ahead and actually start wrapping up the show. Uh, that's pretty much what we had for you guys uh, in today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we went ahead and talked about the uh, state of play, focusing on Hogwarts Legacy. We also talked about the ID at Xbox event that was held uh, a day prior to the state of play. Um, and then we also talked about uh, you know, the troubles the initiative is having with developing Perfect Dark with staff leaving and things like that, and it may get pushed back. So um, definitely, hopefully all goes well there. Uh, let us know or, you know, tell us what you guys think about these topics and of discussions that we've been having here. Uh, just go ahead and uh, follow the gap on uh, like and subscribe to the Gamers Anonymous podcast YouTube channel. Uh, go ahead and comment down below, uh, you know, what you think about the show or what you think about the topics that we talked about. Uh, you can also tweet me or uh you know talk about these topics as well at me on twitter which uh, my twitter handle is right below uh, my screen here which is uh donnie tress uh d-o-n-n-y-t-r the number three s uh for the audio listeners there um just go ahead and follow me on twitter i follow back and like i said talk about uh video games uh, pop culture sports um music uh, family and things like that so definitely go ahead and give me a follow uh shane you know tell these people where they can find you at yeah man you know you all know where to reach me but if you don't know it's on twitter at terp tech that's t-u-r-p-t-e-c-h man i just want to thank you all for listening and joining in with us man and we're trying to get this content out to y'all we're trying to be more steady with it you know what i mean have it coming every week hopefully we'll be able to produce more content here very 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 soon so yes. please in the comments let us know your opinions let us know if good bad whatever you know if y'all have a discussion topic y'all want us to talk about let us know man and also i know i didn't talk to you about this earlier but i wanted to go ahead and do it live while we were uh recording okay uh, since we actually got a little bit of a viewer base, man, maybe here in the next show or two, I'm going to try to get together and put it together a little giveaway. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. I mean, nothing, nothing major, man. It's something small. But uh, I know we tried that once before, but uh, nobody yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's I, still up in the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> nobody ever responded. But uh, so, uh, but yeah, I want to go ahead and try to put one together. I actually have a couple of buddies that actually do listen to the show uh, regularly every week since we've been. Uh, putting it out hard so uh i just want to put that out there to try to give people a little reason to keep coming back man and uh just showing that we appreciate them and uh you know keep them keep them coming so yes sir definitely we're going to look into doing something like that that sounds like a very good idea uh, i think we're in a better place than we were uh the last time we tried to do something like that so definitely um but of course this is the show make sure you subscribe to the gamers anonymous podcast youtube follow us if you're an audio listener follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify uh go ahead and leave a review man it really appreciate it and it'll help out the channel tremendously um so of course you know i hope you like the show you know it's been fun it's been real but of course until next time never stop gaming Never. Peace.